Welcome to Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. Today we're going to talk about autism and toxins. What is autism? Where does it come from? How prevalent is it? Who has it? And what does it mean? So we're going to focus on that. Welcome to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show, a podcast advocating wellness, life, and healing from within. With 38 years in practice, 50,000 patients, and over 1 million chiropractic adjustments, here's your host, Dr. Daniel Abector. My name is Dr. Daniel Abector, Dr. Chiropractic. Stay tuned. And I'm going to do my show on what autism does and where does it start. And the statistics are saying that one in two kids in 2025 will become autistic. So we really need to learn about what's going on with autism. Stay tuned. I am doing this show to educate the public on health and wellness. And again, we're going to focus on autism and toxins. What is autism? Autism is a serious development disorder that impairs the ability to communicate and interact. So there's different type of autism. So they call it autism spectrum disorder. And it impacts the nervous system, the brain and the nervous system. So it impacts about 200,000 children every year. So the range and the severity of symptoms can be different, it can vary. The most common symptoms that children have is basically difficulty with communication, difficulty with social interaction, obsessive interest, uh, repetitive disorder, violent behavior, and it's different. Some people have just a little bit and some people have a lot. So where does it come from? Where does autism come from? Research suggests that autism develops from different things, from a combination of either genetic predisposition or non-genetic predisposition. The second thing, the most important thing is environmental influences like toxins, different kinds of toxins. Some studies are showing that vaccine can cause autism. Some of the parents' concern persists that the vaccine might cause autism. And the reason why they think it comes from the vaccine is because immediately after the vaccine, the children had the symptoms of autism. And in some cases, it was immediate. In 1998, Andrew Wakefield who was a British gastroenterologist and his colleagues published a paper saying that the children whose first symptoms of autism appeared just about within a month after they received certain vaccine. The MMR, which is basically the measles, the mumps, and the rubella. So the medical authorities denies that vaccine causes autism. So the question is, if it doesn't come from vaccine, where did it come from? I was studying basically when vaccine started in 1962. We basically got about five different vaccines. And one was polio, the other one was smallpox, and the other one was a combination of three, DPT, which is diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis. 
And back then, in 1962, only one child in 10,000 child became autistic. As time went by, 1983, we got about 24 doses of vaccines. And basically, at that time, we had one in 150 children that became autistic. And then as time went by, in 2018, the average child up until about, you know, now, kids are getting about 72 doses of vaccine by the age of 12. And now the statistics are showing that one in 54 children are becoming autistic. It's more prevalent in boys. So usually it's one in 37 boys and one in 151 girls. So for some reason, the boys get it more than the girls, four times more likely to become uh, diagnosed with autism if you are a boy. Right now, there's about 300 vaccines in the pipe coming in. So as more and more vaccines will be introduced, it looks like the trend is going to be that there will be more autism if the vaccine is what's causing the autism. I read a study that basically says that by 2025, the rate of autism can increase to one in two kids that can become autistic. And the cost of taking care of a child that's autistic will go up to about a trillion dollars. So it's pretty coincidental to me that the more vaccine we get, the more autism is coming in if you look at the stats. The question that I have is, if it's not the vaccine, which basically the medical authorities are saying not, where is it coming from? So some of the studies are showing that the chemicals or the toxin can cause the autism. So we know for a fact that there's a lot of toxic chemicals in vaccines. And if we go through each one of them, some of the top ones, some of the main ones is mercury or thimerosal, which is basically something that preserves the vaccines and you need to have a preservative otherwise the vaccine will go bad very quickly so mercury is a neurotoxin neurotoxin means it damages the nervous system of the brain and we know for a fact because you always hear well don't eat too much fish don't eat certain fish have more mercury because that can damage the brain so it's a fact that that mercury does damage the brain so tuna and swordfish is very high in mercury and that can be harmful to the brain it can cause neurotoxins the second ingredient is formaldehyde which is also another preservative so we all know that in order to embalm a body in, you know, in a funeral home, you need formaldehyde to keep the body you know, preserved. So it's very toxic and basically it's a systemic poison. We know that for a fact, and that's inside of a vaccine. So it's a disinfectant, it's an embalming fluid, and it's also a germ killer. So it kills viruses and it kills bacteria. So the third item that's really, that's also a neurotoxin is also uh, aluminum. And that's an adjuvant, which basically is also a neurotoxin that can damage the brain and can also, you know, cause autism. Some of the other ingredients are stabilizers that come from pig uh, skin. And that's the source of it. The other one that's really interesting is human cell material 
which is called WI38 or MRC5. So it's established that some of these cells are taken from the lungs of aborted fetuses. And that's also in a vaccine. Uh, some of the other cells are coming from animal cells. And basically, they're, you know, they're grown, you know, that's how they make the vaccines. There's also ingredients like antifreeze, which basically inactivates the viruses. There's also additives like MSG and glycine. And one of the other ingredients that's not healthy for you is glyphosate, which is basically an ingredient that you find in Roundup, which is a herbicide. So a lot of these things are toxic. So is it possible that some of these toxins can cause the autism? You are listening to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. Let's talk about how vaccine works. It's very simple. Basically, what they do is they take a small amount of the disease germ, which is basically the virus of the bacteria. For example, they'll take a small part of the measles virus and they'll put that inside the vaccine. Or for the pertussis vaccine, they'll take a small part of that. Or for the tetanus, the same thing. So basically, they take the germ and they either kill it or they weaken it. And that makes the vaccine. And then they add up all the, you know, other ingredients. So right now, there's a lot of talks about, you know, coming up with a new vaccine for COVID-19 vaccine. They say that it's going to be mandatory. The only problem is it takes 12 to 18 months to develop a vaccine and to test it. And I'm sure what they're going to do is probably rush the process because, you know, they want to have it as soon as possible. Some of the things that, you know, that's going on is there's different strands of the, of the COVID-19. Right now, they found two strands. They found one in the East Coast, which is in New York, which came from Italy. And there's another strand of DNA that came from the West Coast, which came from China. And they're different. And this virus mutates and it changes. So they have to go through all the testing and they have to make sure that the side effects are not too severe. Uh, from what I read and what I hear a lot about this vaccine, they say, well, okay, so if it has side effects, it's okay. But who knows? It takes so many years to find out whether a vaccine or a medication has side effects and we don't find out until much, much later. We've had the flu shot for many, many years, and it still hasn't gotten rid of the flu. So who knows? Who knows if that's going to work? We talked about the causes of autism. We said that basically autism comes from toxins. We know for a fact that there is a lot of toxins in the vaccine. So how possible is it that some of these vaccines can cause autism? It's extremely possible. The main thing is we need to educate ourselves and we do have a choice. We can choose to get certain vaccines or not. We do have that choice and everybody needs to know what you're injecting in the bloodstream. In Japan and some other countries, they don't vaccinate the children right away as soon as they're born. 
because the babies are so young and so weak to start with that it can possibly cause damage very quickly. So in Japan, they wait until the children are at least two years of age because their immune system is stronger and it's a lot better to do it at that time. Again, we got to listen to the parents. I know the parents are the ones that are most active about saying that some of these things can cause damage. So we have to listen to the parents. You have to listen to what they say. I met this lady one time that had three kids and the first child got vaccinated and she listened to her doctor and she vaccinated her first child and the, the girl became autistic really quickly right after getting the vaccines. So she had another girl and the second time she went to the doctor, she was concerned. She told her doctor and she said, I'm very concerned about these things because my daughter is autistic. So the doctor said, no, don't worry, that was an accident. And so she went ahead and vaccinated the second child and the second child became autistic also right away. When the third child came in, she said, I'm not gonna vaccinate my daughter. And she decided to hold off and two years went by and she kept going to the doctor and the doctor says, we have to do the vaccine, we have to do. She says, well, no, I don't wanna do it. But eventually, he convinced her so much and he pushed her so much and made her feel guilty and she decided to go ahead and vaccinate her daughter. Well, her daughter was perfectly normal. She was two years old. She was acting pretty normal and she was able to speak and she was able to talk and, you know, she was 100% normal. So she, right after the vaccine, within 24 hours, the third child became autistic. The parents know, they know, and that's why the parents are so vocal about some of these things. My dad just passed away a few months ago, and one of the things he used to say is always, you have to listen to the patient. Patient knows what's going on. He had a, a lot of problem with anxiety, and he would say to me, well, nobody understands what I'm feeling. And he says, the doctors don't know, they don't know what I'm feeling inside. And he says, he used to tell me all the time, I know I'm the patient and I know what's really going on. So we have to listen to the patients and that's so important. One of the studies that I read was uh, from the scientist from MIT and her name is Stephanie Sonoff. She wrote an article in the uh, Psychology Today and she did a study and she, she's the one that came up with the statistics saying that one in two children will become uh, autistic by age 2025. And basically she found that autism came from this one herbicide called glyphosate. And, you know, basically she kind of proved that, that that's what it was that caused, you know, the autism. And the glyphosate is in the vaccine, in some of the vaccines. You know, maybe we should try to put pressure on the, the drug companies to eliminate some of these toxins. And they've tried over the years, they try to get rid of the mercury, but there's always an emergency. There's always a situation where, you know, there's a new virus that came about and they're always in a hurry to develop a new vaccine. So at one point they just like say, okay, we just got to do this thing. We can't worry about the mercury. And they keep putting the mercury or the timerosol in the vaccine. And they keep saying, well, no, it, it doesn't cause autism. We need to educate ourselves. We need to know before you do anything to your kids, you need to ask a lot of questions and find out what, what are the side effects. How many people got hurt from this medication or this vaccine or whatever it is that you do in your body? Like I said earlier, 
in two, right now, one in 54 kids become autistic. Those are the stats. That was in 2018. In 2016, there was one in 68. So in two years' time, the numbers went up by 15%. And it's going to affect. You know, some of these things are affecting the body, and they can cause autism. So in closing, what I want to talk about is in chiropractic, we always talk about the five facets of health. And in order to be healthy, in order to have a healthy body, you have to do five things. Number one, we believe, chiropractors believe that the nervous system needs to function on 100%. Why? Because that's how your body communicates with the rest of your, your body. The brain communicates with the organs, the tissue cells, the muscles, through the nervous system. So that's so important. And the nervous system is everything. Uh, number two, the proper diet. You want to know what you put in your body, what you eat, is so important. Exercise is very important so that your immune system can be stronger. And we all know that now with this COVID-19 and this quarantine, that exercising is really, really important to make you sure your, your immune system is stronger. Now, number four is lower the amount of toxin. Obvious, obviously, if you introduce a lot of toxins in your body, that's not gonna help you and that's not gonna make you healthy. And then number five, is the stress, the stress level, which we see a lot now with this quarantine, is the, how much stress affects your health. So those are the five things. But the most important thing today that we talked about is the toxins, how they affect your health, and especially the nervous system, and especially the brain. So thank you very much for listening to our show today, and I hope you learned something. I hope you shared the information I hope that um, the information I give you today is valuable and do your own research and do, you know, make sure that you don't just take everything without doing your own studies. So make sure you share with um, Instagram, Facebook, subscribe and share. Thank you very much and goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Cloverleaf Chiropractic Show. Please subscribe and leave a helpful review. 